This podcast is sponsored by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com. Whether it's farmland, hunting land, or building that dream home, check out Mississippi Land Bank in North Mississippi and online, mslandbank.com. And by Jubilations Cheesecake in West Point. Stop by the coffee house right on Highway 45 on your way to the game, and you can watch cheesecakes being made. And consider Jubilations for your next fundraiser as well. Folks, the name of this podcast has been realized. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Dogpile. I'm Brett Hudson, and we're coming to you after a dogpile. Mississippi State beat Stanford 8-1, to and the Bulldogs are going to Omaha for the 11th time in school history and in back-to-back years for the first time in 21 years. I've got a story up on the website now about the emotions of the night, the scene, and all kinds of details from behind the scenes. So head over to mattwyattmedia.com and the Hudson Report blog page to see that. Or just find me on Twitter at Brett underscore Hudson for the link. I also posted it on the Matt Wyatt Media Facebook page, so facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Plenty of places to find that story. With that fully documented, let's get to the baseball, particularly the ones Peyton Plumley was throwing with excellent precision. His beginning was about as bad as it could get, giving up a leadoff homer and then the next guy hitting a hard fly ball for an out. But his start as a whole was excellent. Six and two-thirds innings, two hits, one run, six strikeouts. He found some self-deprecating humor in the aftermath, then later got into what worked for him. Going into the game, I knew that I was probably going to give up a home run. Uh, I've done it just about every time I've gone out there. I'm just, uh, <laughs> you know, when the first batter of the game does it, kind of mess with your mind a little bit as opposed to cruising through a game and giving up one in the fifth or the sixth. But uh, after that, I knew that if I let my emotions get the best of me, that Stanford, as good as the club they are and as good as hitters they have, they would eat me alive. And uh, I took a deep breath. I looked around. I took in the moment. And I just told myself, this is not how I'm going out. And this is not going to be how my last outing is going to going to end up for me. I'm, I'm going to fight and I'm going to give this team a chance to win and give this team a chance to go to Omaha. That's, that's kind of the whole thing that kept me moving through the game. Well, we talked all week about uh, fastball location to beat this team. Being able to move the ball in and out. Uh, I didn't have my best stuff with, <laughs> to with getting the ball uh, away to the right-hand hitters, but luckily I was just sinking it and I was keeping it down, which was good enough to, to you know, keep them on their toes and, and mixing in a change up in a slider. Uh, that helped a lot too, but uh, you know, just being able to move the ball in and out doesn't really matter who you pitch against. You, you keep them off, uh, off balance. Keep them off your fastball the best you can and, uh, and then put the fastball where you want to get things to happen and make it move to arguably the best defense I've ever had behind me. Uh, it's, it's really easy to pitch. Plumlee's relief came in the third inning when a bases-loaded walk tied the game, and Dustin Skelton did postseason Dustin Skelton things yet again, this time a bases-loaded triple that was no more than six inches away from being a home run. The three-RBI triple changed the game completely, but let's be honest, Dustin Skelton's been doing that for his entire postseason career. This year, through five NCAA tournament games, he's 9-for-20. That's a 450 batting average with two doubles, a triple, and a home run for a slugging percentage of 800, seven RBI on top of that in five NCAA tournament games. If you include last year's NCAA tournament to have a career postseason number, because remember he did not play in the NCAA tournament as a freshman in 2017. 
career NCAA tournament numbers out of Dustin Skelton is a 346 batting average and a 557 slugging with 13 RBI in 16 games. It's been unreal, man. I mean, I got here my freshman year and it wasn't promised playing time. Uh, didn't play much. I think I got 60 ABs, 70 ABs, whatever it was. And uh, I just took it as a learning curve and just wanted to I wanted to do everything I could for my team and man, just to see where, where my game has progressed and just got to now is just absolutely just I'm thankful for all these great coaches that I've had and, and uh, all these great teammates that I've had to, to, to help me get to where I'm at today. So. You know, when I took the job and look at your roster and look at everything, I had so many people tell me, who's going to catch and what are you going to do? And coming off last year and, um, and even this weekend, Stanford's catcher is awesome play. I mean, I think he was the defensive player in the pack. Um, and I told Dustin out of the game, after the game, I said, you were the best catcher on the field. I mean, he just, he was phenomenal. He works really hard. Um, our catching coach, Kyle Cheesebro, has done a great job. But, um, Dustin just keeps getting, you know, some players are great players that get better just a little bit every day. And that's kind of what he's done over his career. I mean, the, the big hits that he's had the last two nights, but the way he handles our pitching staff, and he has such a great demeanor um, with the, from our pitching coach to our pitchers to him. Um, it's like having a coach out there between the lines. But let's be real. This was a good weekend for pretty much all hitters. State had three. State hit three fifteen as a team in the Super Regional and slugged four sixty five. Also drew nine walks. Stanford starting pitchers really caught Mississippi State's wrath, and really that was the difference in the games. First of all, it forced Stanford to the pen much quicker than it normally does because both starters had season lows in innings against Mississippi State. Brendan Beck only had lasted three, having never gone shorter than four before coming to Starkville, and then Eric Miller only lasted 2.2 innings having never gone shorter than four it hurt that both of them left the game in dire straits as well their combined pitching lines five and two-thirds innings nine hits and seven walks allowed for a whip of 2.823 starting pitchers giving up a whip of 2.823 then nine earned runs allowed for an era of 14.29 that's what stanford got from starting pitchers this weekend it also puts the 2019 Bulldogs in pretty rare company as it is now one of just three teams in program history to win 51 games. They're now 51 and 13. The 2013 team won 51 games and the 1989 team has the record with 54 wins. So three more wins to tie the record and four to break it. All that will be settled among the final eight in Omaha. And let's update you on that race, shall we? As we embark on this, a quick reminder that there was no baseball in Louisville because they went ahead and clinched their spot on Saturday, the Cardinals beating ECU. And with that in mind, we've got six, right? Yeah, we've got six super regional sites to hit, and let's hit them right now. In L.A., the number one seed is out of the tournament. Michigan beat UCLA 4-2 to win that Super Regional on the back of seven innings of two-run ball from Tommy Henry and just six hits as a team, but two coming from left fielder Christian Bullock. It's the Wolverines' first Omaha trip 
since 1984. In Nashville, Vanderbilt won its game three in rather emphatic fashion, 13-2 over Duke. Four runs in the first inning, and they never really slowed down despite a weather delay. Five homers for the Commodores as they advance to the College World Series. In Lubbock, Texas Tech is going to Omaha. After beating Oklahoma State 8-6, to a four-run eighth inning is what won the game for Texas Tech, and most of that was from the bat of Kurt Wilson in his three-run homer that more or less sent the Red Raiders to Omaha. In Fayetteville, they need Monday baseball to settle that Super Regional after Ole Miss hit towering shot after towering shot in a 13-5 win. We've got one more Monday game to get to, and we'll get to that momentarily, but not before we go to Baton Rouge, where Mike Martin is going to end his 40-year career in Omaha. Drew Mendoza walked it off in the 12th. Florida State wins 5-4, and the Seminoles knock LSU out of the tournament. Our final bit of baseball of Monday baseball will be in Chapel Hill, where North Carolina beat Auburn 2 to nothing. Heck of a game. I caught pretty much all of that. It was the lone early game. Today, Austin Love was great in relief, four and two-thirds of shutout ball, just two hits allowed. So as you wake up on Monday morning, six of the eight, six of the Omaha eight are set. They are Michigan, Vanderbilt, Louisville, Texas Tech, Mississippi State, and Florida State. Arkansas and Ole Miss do battle for one of the remaining spots, guaranteeing at least three SEC teams. And Omaha, North Carolina, and Auburn do battle for the final spot. So it could be as many as four. SEC teams in Omaha. Time will tell. Monday baseball will give us our answer. Now that that's done, I know many of you have already turned the page to Omaha by the time you started this podcast. This quick news cycle doesn't keep people basking in their glory for too long. So I'll leave you with a quick thought from Jake Mangum to get you fired up. Matt and I will do a traditional dog pile episode before I make the drive to Omaha. So that'll come to your podcast feed probably sometime in the Tuesday afternoon to Wednesday morning range, depending on what our schedules are before I start making the drive on Thursday. Thank y'all for listening. Hope to see all y'all in a uh, little river town in Nebraska. How about that? I can speak for myself. I, I didn't come back just to make it to Omaha. You know, we're, we're trying to win a national championship. So, uh, you know, we're, we're one step closer and, uh, you know, we got work to do.